Hello and welcome to season two and the 35th episode of Woman, Conversations for the Curious, a podcast I created for women looking to squeeze more juice out of life. I'm Amy Crawford, founder of The Holistic Ingredient. I'm a mindset therapist, whole food lover, and more than a little bit passionate about helping you feel comfortable around what it is to be a woman. Well, it's been, can you believe, a year since I recorded podcast episode. I I put it on ice a year ago thinking that it might just go on ice for a couple of months, maybe three, because I was launching the first of a range of blends, my marine collagen blend, in early 2022. And then, you know, life happened. Um, I tried to get married a couple of times, once successfully, which was a relief. I turned 50. Um, We eloped for that wedding, so we had time away. And then there were two more products in the range and almost about to be a fourth. And what I needed to do um, really was just kind of trust that the time to get back into the podcast would come. And knowing that many of us have a propensity to take on too much, uh, to commit to too many things and end up feeling a bit frazzled, I decided just to let the time come. And it's fascinating because the time has come where I feel like I have the space to think and share again. You know, creating a podcast is really quite time intensive. Um, There's a lot more involved than just sitting and recording and um, perhaps having a 30 minute chat to somebody. Uh, It's a process and it's a bit of a commitment but it brings so much to my working life and my personal life through the messages that I share and I learn and the challenge to my own perspectives, which I really enjoy. So here we are. Thank you for coming back. I am so excited to to kick off this series because all of the guests I've booked in thus far are people that I am really excited to have conversations with, all pertaining to middle age, the aging process, and with a real bent towards, a real leaning, if you like, towards embracing the inevitable aging process. And I think there's so much work and so many conversations that need to be had. So here we are. Now, in today's episode, I wanted just to provide a brief overview of some of the age-related perspectives that I have and how they came to be, and in turn provide some insight into some of the conversations that will come in this series, just to give you a better sense of why you're here and whether or not you want to come back. (laughs) Um, I suppose, personally, I can't remember the day specifically, but there was a time when I made the very conscious decision to embrace not fight the aging process. So for those listeners who don't know me, I am, as I've already said, Amy Crawford. I turned 50 in August of 2022. And I believe the my conscious decision to start focusing on the positive side of aging came about probably my late 40s because it really occurred to me that this is, as you know, an inevitable process. And 
it also occurred to me that we get to decide where this journey goes and how we navigate these future chapters in our lives. There's just, from my perspective, no point in fighting against something that's inevitable. We're going to die and we have an opportunity to make the next chapter, middle age and beyond, a really exciting chapter and we get to design it. Hence the reason why I'm here wanting to have these conversations because what I've realised is the more I ponder this process, the more conversations I have with other women, the more perspectives I consider, the more optimistic, the more excited, the more enthusiastic, the more positive I feel about what's to come. It's really been quite fascinating. And so I really do encourage you to start having these conversations, whether they're fear, whether you are feeling fearful about next chapters in your life, whether you're having difficulty making decisions about what's right for you, talk about it because what you'll discover is that there are so many other women who feel the same way as you. And there are so many other women ahead of us who are so fortunate and blessed to still be alive ahead of us who have navigated what we're navigating. And there's so much to be learned from the elders in our community. Now, there is an elephant in the room that I would love to kick this series off with, and I'll probably keep touching on it as we move through different podcast episodes. And the elephant in the room is judgment. And there is no hiding the fact many conversations about our aging process and the choices that we make can feel fueled with judgment and in turn they can be quite triggering for many now i was listening to an instagram reel that maya friedman shared a few weeks ago and she said that which it really struck a chord with me she said it's impossible to have a conversation about your choice not to have botox without sounding like a dick <laughs> And it actually is. However, well, it's not actually impossible. I think it is possible to have a conversation about Botox without sounding like a dick. But it's about all of us committing to come to these conversations with an open mind. You never know what you'll learn. You never know what will, you, will resonate. Maybe there's a point that you, or something, an aspect to your choice that you haven't considered. But I want to be really clear that I am not here to judge anyone for their choices. I agree wholeheartedly that we should do what makes us happy. But all I'm hoping to do is bring awareness to many of the choices we do make and dig a little deeper into why we make these choices. And as you'll soon learn, I do feel quite passionately about some of the decisions I've made for myself. However, I do feel that there are conversations that should be had and that we are heading in a direction that feels a little bit worrisome to me, particularly for the sake of younger generations to follow. So all I'm suggesting is that as you listen, try and remain open to a variety of different perspectives that maybe you haven't considered that differ to your own and of course discard whatever doesn't feel right to you. Trusting though, that there is often a lesson or a learning in the discomfort we feel. So if we feel discomfort, sometimes that is an opportunity to dig a little deeper. Where's that discomfort coming from? Why am I feeling this? Is there some work that I need to do here? Now I was 
walking um, with my husband, Andrew, last week, actually, and we were chatting about this notion of judgment and how is it possible to have conversations around my choices? So, for instance, it's my choice not to have Botox or injectables um, or any surgery on my face. It's my choice um, to go grey until maybe I decide not to. But at this stage, I'm going grey. I'm only about four months in. I've got a way to go. So I said to him, how can we have this conversation without it sounding like it's me and them or us and them, or without it sounding like, because I've made this choice, you're wrong or your decisions, which is not my attitude. And the best way that I could come up, the the best way I could think to provide an example of this that I shared with Andrew. And he said, that's perfect. <laughs> so let's see. What if, for instance, you're chatting to somebody, or what if, for instance, actually, I said to you, I'm vegan. I choose, um, or vegan or vegetarian. I don't eat any meat at all. And started just sharing the types of foods that I eat. This is how I think we almost need to try and come at these conversations around around injectables as an example. I am choosing not to have Botox and these are the reasons why. Just as if you said you were vegan or vegetarian and I'm neither, just because you're telling me that I don't feel judged by you, I don't feel judged at all by your choice uh, to, to eat a certain way. And of course, some people will come at this with, a, with, with quite the wrong attitude and intentionally be judgmental, but that's not what I'm having these conversations um for i am simply having these conversations as a platform to start opening our minds to alternatives and to start bringing awareness to our mindset and the choices we make does that make sense don't know if it does but anyway i'll keep going now something that's really important to me that i have spoken a bit on social media and will probably continue to speak a bit about through this series is removing the word anti-aging and all i want to say around this is that we can't reverse this we can't reverse the fact that we are aging but we can age well anti-aging carries so much stigma it feels heavy it feels negative it feels like it's something that we should be rallying against or fighting against so I choose, I suppose, to use the, to use the word pro-aging or just aging because we're aging. <laughs> so it is what it is. And I think that if you are here listening to this podcast, you are as fortunate as I am to even be here. Hugely grateful. Now, something else that I've touched on through my social media is uh, a campaign, Embrace Your Face as a means of bringing awareness to societal pressure to look youthful through the use of injectables and surgery, as I've already mentioned, and all the age-related rhetoric that we become invisible, wrinkles are ugly, should be erased, that we should always look youthful, all the rhetoric that leads us and the pressure that leads us to continue trying to erase our age. Yes, again, we should do whatever we want. And yes, wholeheartedly agree, we should just do what makes us happy. But the one question I ponder a lot and would love to dive deeper into through some of these discussions is this. Is the decision to erase lifelines on our face ever about us alone and what truly makes us happy? 
I'm going to say it again. Is the decision to erase lifelines on our face ever about us alone and what truly makes us happy? What if the focus was instead on encouraging women, young and old, to love themselves just as they are? What messaging are we sending to young women currently? And I think this is a conversation I'd love to have. What message are we sending to teenage women if we are making the decision to erase the ageing process, if we are actively fighting against that? Are we, through that decision, telling them that they're not enough and that they never will be enough just as they are, that they need to be or look different? So right or wrong, these are, just, these are just conversations that I would love to have and I'm very open to hearing the perspective of someone who's chosen to have Botox because it makes them feel happy, because it makes them feel good. And I'm so happy to have that conversation because I'm here with an open mind trying to consider all the alternatives. But the one thing I often think about as well is what would we do if we were on a deserted island on our own? But there was also a surgeon there. Would we bother? To me, it comes often this this decision or this um, conversation often comes back to a place of self-worth. And that is a direction that I'd love to take some conversations, which is putting more focus on how we feel within ourselves and our own self-worth. Um, now, moving on uh, to another big discussion and something else I put a lot of thought into is that conversation around mindset. And, you know, I speak about mindset a lot if you've been in my community for a while. Studies have shown that our mindset, more specifically our attitude to the ageing process, directly impacts how we age, which takes me right back to what I said when I first started recording this episode. The more I think about it, the more I learn, the more I discuss, the more I share, the more optimistic I feel about the ageing process, the more sprightly I feel, the more energised, the more vital, the more I come to understand that the rhetoric, these same stories that I've been fed all my life are actually bullshit. So I encourage you to keep on having these conversations because building awareness and having them has, as I've already said, completely changed my ageing experience. Now, uh, moving on from mindset my, and going back to my decision to go grey, which started in June 2022, I decided to embrace my natural hair colour by letting my blonde highlights grow out because of one comment my husband Andrew made. And we had just been having a conversation about Botox, which I'll come back to in one of the episodes, I'm sure. But he said to me, I'm, I really hope one day you'll consider not dyeing your hair and just like really owning who you are. And I looked at him with such surprise. I said, really? You prefer me to go grey? Like I even was listening to myself say that, thinking, why would this be a problem? You see, this is a learning journey, an awareness journey for all of us. I said, you really, you'd actually prefer me grey. And he said, I just prefer you as you as you meant to be. Like I just, I don't, I just prefer you didn't feel like you had to be anything else but yourself. And in that moment, it was like I'd just been given this permission slip, which seems a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Doesn't it really? But it was like he just gave me this permission to sleep to go, you know what? 
I am, God, it was empowering. It was like, I'm just going to be me wholeheartedly. And I'm not going to worry about what others think about my aging, about my, about my growing hair. I'm going to do whatever feels right for me. And it's not to say I haven't looked in the mirror in the last few months and gone, oh, <laughs> gosh, geez, I'd love a bit more blonde to brighten that face up a bit. But I'm, I'm aware of it. I'm human. These old stories are going to pop in every now and again. But then all I need to do is have a conversation with someone, often on Instagram, where I talk about my grey journey and and women start commenting saying best decision of my life saving so much money hair's never been healthier feeling a million bucks get so many great comments and i am so 100 committed through having those conversations so i i really feel there's a huge presumption by women that men would have us look young but but I really have come to question this now and Andrew has been really helpful in this process because he doesn't agree at all. <laughs> and I'm actually going to interview him for this podcast because I think it'll be interesting for you to listen to his perspective. But I can't help but think that many of the decisions we make around our quest for looking young come about as a result of the pressure we feel amongst other women about from society, but also from other women and comparing ourselves to other women. You you could be nodding, possibly. Now, we're coming towards the end. I am really excited to bust a lot of the myths that I've already suggested and bring awareness to the age-related myths. The myths that we become invisible, that you become miserable, that it's all over for you physically, that you lose your libido, your sex life's over, you lose your mind, you become hopeless and forgetful, it's too late to start something new, you lose all creativity, there's no, there's nothing, what's the point? There are so many conversations to have around these myths because in the main, so many of these are myths, so many of these stories. If we've been told that you become invisible when you hit a certain age, you will this can, at the risk of sounding simplistic, become our reality. But I don't believe that to be true. So what's to come? Conversations, many conversations around menopause, harnessing our inner power as a menopausal woman, menopause and sex, which I know lots of you want to talk about. I've had numerous requests to talk about dry vaginas, um, which I think is a topic we just have to have on the podcast and what to do about this and how to have more comfortable sex. I am excited to learn more around nutrition um, to support us through this chapter, uh, the importance of building strength, um, physical strength, the importance of supporting our mental health tips as we navigate the highs and lows. There is so much juice to come. So come along, bring an open mind, take the bits that resonate or make you question, leave the bits that don't. Whatever the case, I hope that the series helps you embrace the inevitable chapter of ageing that is coming because this is your permission slip to get really excited. episode 35 of woman conversations for the curious whilst i have you if you've not yet downloaded my free six step midlife reboot guide to help you shift your mindset and start physically and emotionally thriving you can find the link to download that guide and all of today's show notes over at theholisticingredient.com forward slash 35 
Until next time, stay curious.